This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. All right, let's head up to Lake Houston. Let's check in with Mr. John Littleton this morning. John, good morning. How you doing, bud? Hey, good morning, Captain. How are you today, sir? Oh, I'm good. It's all good, bro. Good. Yep. I got a little sinus issue going on today, so might sound a little I don't different. Know why. But, Every uh, pollen count on the board's up. <laughs> man, I'm telling you. It is, and that, this wind's not helping because it's blowing it all around. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, yeah. being out on the water fishing and getting it up your nostrils. And, uh, man, I live on Zyrtec this time of year just to try and knock all that down. It's tough trying to do yeah. this. And if you're all stopped up and plugged up, man. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, I hadn't got that far as, but I mean, I, don't, I feel good. I just, you know how it yeah. is. That gum. Right. Um, Sinus is draining, make you, you know, make you just, you know, I don't know. Sounds like need you to need go back to, and catch another fish. You need to sit down, get you a cold beer, and eat some hot, spicy crawfish for about two hours. Boy, that'll clear. Well, I do. <laughs> I do the crawfish. I ain't much on beer, but I definitely do the crawfish. Well, so I ain't we much got a big crawfish bowl. Unless I'm eating crawfish, it, I don't know what it is. It just man, <laughs> cold beer just tastes so good with crawfish. They go together, peas and carrots. There you anyway. go. Yep, yep, yeah. We got a big crawfish bowl coming up in a couple weeks. I've been dealing with boys down there to get me. A, you know, about 15 or 18 sacks, so we're oh, getting set good. up, getting ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. but fishing's pretty good, Mickey. I mean, we're catching them. We're, everybody's catching them. You know, it's it's life of a bass fisherman. You know, you just got to have that one or two big ones to get a check. And uh, last week we didn't have it. We had a limit. You know, I think it weighed... A uh, little under 12 pounds, you know, which is about average, I guess, for Lake yeah. Houston. So, uh, but, you know, everybody was catching them. Everybody caught fish. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You know, real good. The crappie is just, you know, man, they're still catching a lot of crappie. And the shad spawn is starting to come on real good. So those catfish will be hitting those bulkheads here 
oh, I don't know, in a week or two. It's right yeah. there. I mean, it, we got to get this daggum wind to lay down. I'm sitting here in my truck watching the treetops just <laughs> whip around. Man, oh, it is. love the spring. It is blowing. Yes, it is. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I don't think, well, we got, we got, I did want to talk about our kidfish tournament. We got that coming up tomorrow at Lake Oh, Houston. that's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's yeah. It's coming that. up tomorrow. <clears throat> it snuck up on us again. And, uh, but we're doing it at, um, I think they call it at the Houston brewery it used to be Cedar landing right, right there. When you cross over, it's on the South side in 1960. Um, and on the east side of the lake. But um, it's going to start at 7 o'clock, and uh, you fish until 11, and then they have a big Easter egg hunt from 11 to 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, if your kids don't fish and you want to come out and let them hunt Easter eggs, and they usually have a lot of other stuff, you know, for the kids to do to kind of keep them occupied. And, uh, you know, some of them get bored. They go out there and, you know, they get done fishing. They want to do something else. And uh, but they're going to have a lot of prizes to give away and uh, give away some trophies. And, um, you know, and they, you know, we supply, if you don't have a rod and reel, you know, don't go out and buy one. We got, oh, I don't know, we probably got 40 or 50 that we Lovers. can let people use. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they're the little push-button zip codes, you know, so you can go out there and, and fish and catch, a, you know, a catfish or a brim or a right. freshwater drum or whatever, you know. So, but uh, we're going to do that tomorrow. And then, I, I don't know, I just, you know, we'll get back to bass fishing here next week, so. But well, it was what, we always uh, have a weekend, lot of weekend before last. You and your granddaughter won that tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, but see, Nikki, we had a big fish. We had a six pounder. Well, so, yeah, that you know fish that's what plays a big role, especially on Lake Houston. Yeah, yeah. You take out that six pounder, we'd have had twelve and a half, thirteen pounds, which Just, we'd have know, been right average. there with the rest uh-huh. of them, right in the middle yeah. of the pack. Sure. And that's what you got to have is you got to have that four and a half, five, six pounder, you know, to win. So, but, um, oh, we'll get back there. We, we caught a lot of fish last weekend. We just, what'd that, you know, what that big fish come on? What'd y'all catch that on? I caught that on a trick worm throwing against the cypress tree. So, you know, I just threw it up there. Just, you know, a lot of times some of those cypress trees, you know, I have a, a two foot of water around the base of it. Right. And uh, it was one of those backlash fish. You know how that goes. Throw it up there and <laughs> pick out your backlash. And I pick it up and it feels a little heavy and I shake it a little bit. And I thought, I, you know, you get on them cypress knees and those roots and mm-hmm. stuff down those there. And I shook it a little bit. Sure. And then my line started swimming off. So I set the hook and it was a. You know, a good fish. Yep, that's when you so, cross the eyebrows, buddy. Sit down on it and bring it out of there. Yep, yep. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, you never know. You catch a 
pounder or you can catch a six or eight pounder, you know. So right. There's still some big ones caught. You know, I I don't think we had one over five last weekend, but the guys that won, um, they had 16 pounds. So, you know, they're catching some good three, three-and-a-half pounders, you know, yeah. consistently. So you get in the right little area, you know, you can get you a good limit, and, uh, you know, you, you'll do all right, you know. We get those shad moving up, you know, you get up in that bayou there and getting them lily pads again, that's going to start oh, yeah. turning on real good. It'll be good for about the first hour in the morning, you know, on a frog, or I'll throw a swim bait through that stuff so I can swim it through it. Mm-hmm. A little four-inch swim bait, you know, trying to imitate a, a shad swimming through there. But, uh, yeah. you know, frog works good in that stuff. It's just, man, it's hard to get a hookup, you know, with that stuff. You'll get a lot of blow-ups, but uh, it's hard to get a good hookup. And I run a trailer hook on my frog. You know, Lake Fork makes a trailer hook for a frog. Right. And, uh, you know, I throw it on 65-pound braid, straight braid to my frog, no leader, uh, and a extra heavy flipping stick. So, you know, you gotta, you got to set the hook and get them out of that stuff. But, uh, it, you know, you'll catch them, but I, I like throwing that swim bait. You get your hookup ratio is a little bit better, and I throw the four-inch instead of the bigger ones because I take that long, I, all I throw is trocar hooks, so... I'll take that long five-alt trocar hook and kind of run it down on the front end about three-quarters of an inch, you know, and then come back through it so you get a better – your hook's more, you know, back toward the back. So right. you get a little bit better hookup ratio. We used to do that when we'd, uh, you know, fish uh, black lizards and stuff when them fish would get on them and they'd be short-hitting them. We just take another right. worm hook and then just you know run the eye of it through the other hook and just make it like a trailer and bring it through that lizard and you boy, your hookups increased tenfold. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I do that sometimes on when I used to fish in big old ten inch monster worms and stuff. Right. You know, get that get that extra hook in there. You know, we uh, we caught a lot of fish doing that. But, uh, but no, we're, we're real excited about this kid tournament. We got about, I think we'll have about a, over a hundred kids out there fishing. And there's a lot of us, you know, you know, that's out there and help the kids. And we're, uh, you know, we want them, a lot of the kids, it'll be their first fish they ever catch. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, uh, you know, cause just a lot of people just, they don't have a place to go or. You know, they just not able to get out there and bring their kids and go fishing. And yeah, it's roll, free, you know. Roll, yeah, it is. Yeah, sure. Roll them out of bed on a Saturday morning. Get them out there. Yeah. Get them, get them in the outdoors. Yeah. Do something. And and we tell people, you don't have to come at 7 o'clock. You know, you can come at 8.30 or 9. You know, you don't have to be there at 7. If you just want to come out and go, you know, try to get your kid outside and go catch a fish and you know, we'll have people there to help bait the hooks, and <clears throat> we'll have bait there. 
minnows and worms and, you know, stuff for them to fish with. Right. So probably bring my cast net and catch a few shad, you know, cut them up and use that too. So, you know, they'll have a good time. They'll get out there and catch them a fish or two and get outdoors. And they always have a big, several big tables out there full of stuff, you know, that we go out and buy. And when you catch a fish and you bring it and weigh it in, then, uh, you know, you get to go to the table and pick you out a gift. So, Mm -hmm. you know, but uh, it's a good little deal. We do that with Lake Houston Sports and Recreation. You know, you can go on their website and check everything out. And uh, But it's just, you know, a fun thing that we do out there for the kiddos. And we have a blast doing it, too. I mean, sure, you know, that's, that's a great deal. That's great of you people to get together and do things like that for the kids that, you know, just really don't get the opportunity. Well, you know, we try to get them out and get, get out there and do something different. And who knows, man, I mean, May stick. It, you know, not, not all kids are baseball players, football players, you know, they're just not that, but they love the outdoors. So, sure. you know, you can go outside and fish. You know, that's what's been real big about these high school fishing tournaments and stuff because, you know, again, a lot of kids don't, you know, they're not they're not a football player or a baseball player, but, you know, they can go out there and catch a fish. And, uh, you know, it might end up, heck, you don't know, you might have the next Kevin Van Dam out there. So you just don't know it. They might not even know it till they get out there and do this. That's true. You just don't know. So, All right, John. Yeah. I got a roll, buddy. If uh, somebody okay, wants man. to give you a call, give them your number so they can get a hold of you, man. Sure. They can give me a call on my cell, 281-222-8544. Just right, give buddy. me a call. John, appreciate it, and y'all have fun out there with the kids this weekend. Catch All right, man. Thank All you. Right, buddy. See you, man. Bye. All right. That's John Littleton up on Lake Houston. Time for another break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 519 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down Texas City Way and check in with our good friend Dave Fremont, see what he's up to this morning. Good morning, Dave. Good morning to you, Captain Mickey. Well, what's up? <clears throat> well, I'm I'm actually cold right now. Oh, uh, where you at? <laughs> well, I just I just walked out of that one of those two big coolers back here in the oh. Boys Crawfish Warehouse and uh, and met up with about uh, just under a thousand sacks of of crawfish that they're pushing all around with forklifts and thought I'd walk oh. back there in the cooler and have a look and see what kind we'd have left over, what we're going to have for the for the retail folks, and it looks like uh, we'll have a pretty good mess, but. Uh, it gets chilly back there, but it ain't, it ain't nothing like that freezer right next door. That one back there, will, that one will take your breath away when you walk inside that Sub-Zero freezer. But, uh, Boy, that day I crawfish. stopped by to visit with you, and you took me back there in that new warehouse. And, I mean, have you all ever had all that cooler space full of product? It's a lot. Yes. It's <laughs> a lot of yes. coolers, man. I'm going, good Lord. Yeah, sometimes... uh and it's coming up to that time of year. Um, I'd say that uh, Easter and Mother's Day by far are the two busiest uh, weeks and weekends. Easter week, yes. Holy Week is uh, right upon us. If I'm not mistaken, it's, it's probably done snuck up on me, but I, I think Easter is Sunday after next. Is that right? Uh, yes. Am I, am I right? Wow. Man, it's fixing to get messy. Um but uh, it's been a it's been an awesome, awesome uh, early season for crawfish. You say that, and then it don't always mean it every day or even every week. But overall, it's been awesome. The the size of the crawfish have just been phenomenal, uh, even on the even on the smaller sets. Now, a month ago, which would have said a little bit different. But as you know, and I even hear you say it, man, it's best to wait, get them. If you want some good ones, you just hang on a little while, and you'll you'll have a lot lot better to pick from. But it's, they seem to come in early, and maybe a lot of it has to do with where where Jason's getting some of them. I was I was eyeballing some of the some of the sacks a while ago. Just some of them uh, they have a little identifier on them. I can tell where some of the farms are, where they come from. And mm. oh, several years on back, I used to make make some trips over to Louisiana and ride with the truck drivers to, just to meet up some of those folks that do all that stuff all the way down to some of the fishermen that actually run them little boats and, and, right. uh, and trap those crawfish and sack them. And it's just kind of a, a cool deal, but it's, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a great se- a great early season. And it looks like, uh, there's, there's plenty of crawfish being caught, but you know, uh, an old, a uh, sneaky cold front can come in and turn things upside down or get a couple of foggy days, and those crawfish are allergic to fog, it seems. I'm and telling they'll, you, boy, they'll it puts either, them in the mud, doesn't it? Yeah, and you kind of, I don't know anything about them other than eat them, but they, uh, they don't <laughs> like that fog. <laughs> they don't like that fog, and, and they will go into a molt uh, in a hurry. And when that happens, uh, all bets are off in terms of longevity on how long they'll live because they uh, – they're hard to stack up uh, and keep alive when they're when they're soft. When those crawfish are healthy and hard and everything, I, I think they even like being stacked up. And um, you open up a couple of sacks uh, of crawfish and throw them in a 
throw them out in an open area, they'll just start working each other and trying to kill each other. But uh, when you've got them all pressed together, they seem to be a lot happier, or at least uh, they're kind of restrained to where they can't kill each other. But right. anyway, enough, enough all that. Oh, I got a question like... uh, from a couple of listeners. Uh, they want to know what, uh, how much are the crawfish going for it, boy, just average field run per pound. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, they buy them by right the now. Right now, if I'm not mistaken, I think you can get uh, a, a good sack of fuel run. And when I say that, if a, a straight sack that's went straight from the, the traps into the sack, uh, I think, Jason, we're running those things for about a dollar fifty, a dollar sixty a pound. Okay. Right now. Do y'all have a uh, like a uh, uh, a purge price? Where they, if they want purged crawfish, some people like them purged, completely cleaned out. Do y'all do anything like that? If, yes, if they do, if they call in ahead of time. That those those take a little time to to do them sure. right. And if we've got the manpower and the uh, availability, we will do that. And some of them, uh, gotcha. if if they're looking for, they want something like that, and they want to get like, um, you know, they got a big crawfish party or a boil or there's some sort of an event or something. Then yeah, we. We can either give them a good wash, or we can actually even purge them. I got to be honest with you. I'll tell you the truth, Mickey. I, I think a a good wash is is just fine. I mean, if somebody yeah. is that picky about a, a crawfish needing to be purged and resuscitated and everything, they might move <laughs> up to shrimp. They might move up to some good old shrimp or something. But uh, uh, but it's all a matter of, of choice and stuff. I'm just teasing when I say that. I ain't picking on anybody. But it's uh, as long as they're not real nasty, dirty, and gritty when uh, when I when I reach into that ice chest and get some, uh, they don't they don't have to be all purged and all that stuff. But a, a right. good wash, and that's what they do. We wash ours uh, real good before they hit uh, the Cajun grill or the the Santa Fe location. It's just been really good. Jason's been picking some real nice sacks out for Santa Fe. It, that's our, I think it's our one year anniversary officially from when, when we opened now being seasonal, the Santa Fe location didn't open every day or, but uh, it's been open most days this season because we've had so doggone much crawfish and they've been so pretty and people love them. They're real serious about the crawfish over there around do Santa Fe. Man, every day or is it all, just a weekend thing or what? Over at Santa we, Fe, we've been we we've been going over there every day for the last several weeks now. Uh, unless it was just something extenuating like some terrible weather or something, but sure. we've been opening up every day. Start usually the crawfish are ready over there about eleven thirty to right around noon. We we officially say we're open at eleven, but usually they don't get everything really boiling and rolling until uh, and have the first batch ready till about eleven thirty. The grill over here. Um, and the Sabika Center, where we where we have our drive-through in Texas City, they're a little more prompt. They have theirs are usually ready closer to the eleven o'clock hour, and maybe mm-hmm. just a little bit after that. But uh, but anyway, it's great it's great to talk about the crawfish. It's uh they last so long, then it's gone, then you're waiting again for it to happen all over again. And good Lord willing, it will. But on the fishing front, real quick, Mickey, I'll bore you out on crawfish. Um, I see the bait flags flying. We've got live shrimp. We got a live mullet. It looks like it's. I see 72 degrees, and it looks like the wind's blowing about 72, and I guess the water temperature's <laughs> about 72. <laughs> Boy, it's a 72 but, kind of Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, 
Not bad. I rode out all the way to the end. Don't want to call in unless I've been there and done that. I just came back a little while ago, and uh, there was probably a half a dozen vehicles out there, a couple of guys with their rods out trying to catch some of those some of those last of the big uglies that come through in big numbers. I got to say, I, I didn't get to fish any for them, uh, but I've been making my trips out there and talking to guys and, and our little fishing group. We've got quite a few people posting pictures, but I think the drum run has been, was down this year. Um, I just, maybe because there hasn't been that many tournaments. We didn't, I didn't do the big ugly tournament this year. Um, and some of the locals that have theirs on, on weekends during the, during the uh, big ugly season, I did see a whole lot of it going on. And that might be it. If you don't have it, as many people fishing, you don't have as many fishing reports, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, sheephead, uh, haven't got any speckled trout reports to give out, but sheephead and uh, some puppy drum being caught, and uh, there weren't any lights and generators out there uh, this morning, but that's going to be something that'll change in a hurry as soon as those schoolies start working their way around and the the, uh, the the bait fish start really showing up under the lights. Uh, uh, the old Texas City dike will light up like a Christmas tree. There'll be a lot of people out there trying to do a little night fishing. And and we'll sell a lot of mosquito repellent, Mickey. I mean, yes, they'll... <laughs> Don't leave home that's without it. it. It's like a that's credit it. card. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, they hadn't been bad that bad lately over my way. So, you know, especially, you know, earlier in the year, what was that, back in February and January when they were so just unbearable. But uh, they got a grip uh, on them over my way now. You're right. Uh, I, now, up in my area in League City, I, I hadn't been getting out too awful much to even uh, give a report on Skeeters except to let the dog out. And uh, they hadn't been too bad. But... Um, I guess the last uh, memory I have of terrible mosquitoes was about a month ago or so. We went yeah. over to uh, Bo- we went to Bolivar, and uh, I-, I met up with a youngster over there. I've known his uh, his parents and uncle and family for ever since we were little critters, and he's a a, a new guide down that way, uh, right there by where old rollover was. And we went over there to see him and look, look at things and talk to him about his business and such. And then things were beating on the windshield and on the windows. Those mosquitoes were, and he's got four little boys. And I'm going to tell you, they, they live out there. And then kids, they didn't let them skeeters bother him at all. I was getting the chills just looking at those kids with them skeeters hanging and flying all around. But I, I wasn't bothering them, man. They were bouncing all around. Them little nah. boys was having a time. <laughs> I'm telling you. But uh, Bolivar's got some mosquitoes that uh, that'll rate right up there with anybody's. Yeah, I mean, some of those nights over to High Island and back through the Barra Ranch area, and uh, you want to do mosquitoes? That's your that's your place. Boy, that's uh, I'm telling you, them swamp mosquitoes used and to that... turn bloody every morning with mosquito blood. From, they've been eating on them cattle out there in the marsh all night. And, buddy, when I'd go duck hunting, I said, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I'll talk about that, and then I'll, I'll remember some days. I say days, but it's evenings and nights when we'd go out there to uh, fish around New Bio over around Alligator and stuff around uh, uh-huh. Chocolate Bio. And, and look out across that marsh where the, 
and see those clouds of mosquitoes, and I'd see those cows out there and go, there's a wonder there's any blood left in them critters. There's, but, there's uh, another, that's another bad place right there. That and a refuge whoo, area in Anahuac, just, uh, that's the I mean, spots, big time. Those well, ca- and I won't leave out Sabine either <laughs> with that one. <word>. Uh, <laughs> All up and down where we've got the mosquitoes, but them old cows out there, I believe they were spinning the barons out on their tails, uh, trying to beat them <laughs> things off. They were, they were really getting after it. But yeah, we got it all. And then there's a few t- uh, times during the year when you don't have to fight them too bad. But they'll, boy, they're out there on that beach. My goodness. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, all right, Dave. That's what. Well, hey, bud. Throw out that valuable number down there at Boyd's. Give them some info on how they can get hooked up and get them some crawfish for the weekend. If you call this number, if you call this number that I'll give you, which I know most folks might know it by now, I hope so, uh, but 409-945-4001, if you call it, uh, I believe it's Manon, nicest little gal that works for works for us she's jamie parnell's daughter i mean he's a longtime family shrimper the whole family but she Mm -hmm. will give you she she makes a recorded message and if it don't tell you everything you need to know about boys and what we've got from crawfish down to uh split shot bbs uh you'll fall asleep trying i'm telling she puts out a recording and then if you stay on and you actually want to talk to a live person we'll go find one that that you can talk to if you want to ask him a personal question. and uh, But that's it, 227 Dyke Road, or come on down to Santa Fe, Texas, 16947 Highway 6, down past the high school. We'll be out there about 11, 1130 or so today. And I'm going to tell you, I think those crawfish cooked today are three pounds for $10. And you can't buy live crawfish in good, fine fashion. So uh, come give it a try. And uh, if you don't like them, uh, Try them again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Dave, have a good weekend. Good talking to you, bud. Thank, thank you, Mickey. I missed you last week, and I, I, I and it just makes for a bad Friday. But I'm in gear now, and I thank you so much for letting us drop know, in. And a have a great weekend. Where's, where's Texas City Dave this morning? I swear he's taking <laughs> the morning off. We'll get him next week. All right, buddy. Have a great weekend, boss. Thank you, Dave. Later. Bye-bye. All right. Well, you know. I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Onyx PFDs. You know, approximately 70% of all fatal boating accident victims drown, and out of that 70%, 87% of them were not wearing a personal flotation device. A PFD, it's like wearing a seatbelt. It's the biggest safety feature, and it's proven to save your life. The Onyx AM24, it's the one I wear, and it's very comfortable. It's convertible from automatic to manual or manual-only inflation. The low-profile design keeps you comfortable, especially in hot weather, and it has a soft neoprene neckline that won't rub you raw when you move from spot to spot in rough water. It has a durable rip-stop fabric that resists tears and punctures, and inflatable PFDs are not recommended for children and non-swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of flotation devices to fit every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com or check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs. You should, too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 538 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down Galveston Way and let's check in with Captain Steve Hillman this morning. Good morning, Steve. What's up? If it ain't blowing, we ain't going. There you go, partner. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hate that. I hate that saying. I really do. <laughs> I know. I, I hate I've it been almost. hearing it for 30 years. I've had enough of it. <laughs> well, David Carroll was go about get the smartest. You some. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, David was about the smartest guy on my boat yesterday. Um, had David, David Carroll. Carroll? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and his and his buddy keith and and uh keith moore <laughs> no it wasn't keith moore's another keith i can't okay. remember his last name he's peace fish for this before but anyway i uh it was blowing a little bit yesterday morning and and i went to an area where jake and i well close to an area where jake and i caught some fish a couple of weeks ago and the water looked good and everything but there wasn't a lot of bait and uh <clears throat> it was like i said it was, it was probably blowing Man, to start the day, probably 18, 19, I don't know. It actually backed off, and it kicked right back up again. But Boy, we got man, in there. It really kicked into another gear about noon. Yeah, we. Yeah, I know it. And so we we piddled around in there, kind of spread out. And uh, Keith jumped, jumped out, went one way. I went another way. And, and uh, David went off on a mystery way somewhere. And, and, uh, I'll do that. Keith caught Keith caught a pretty nice trout, then he caught a dink. He fouled with the stingray, and that was oh, it. Boy. That was it. I mean, in like I don't know, man, probably two and a half, three hours of of waiting, and uh, we got back to the boat, and it's nine. It was nine o'clock, and Keith's waders were full of water, and uh, 
I don't know what kind of – I asked him what kind of waders he had. Is it some brand I never heard of, White River or River Runs Through It, or I don't know what – it was some weird <laughs> brand. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it was. And so, anyway, so then David gets back to the boat. He's worried about Keith getting cold, and we only had one legal fish. And, and uh, David said – it's only 9 o'clock in the morning. David said – he said, Man, let's give it another hour and we'll just call it. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? It's nine o'clock in the morning. Well, he, I should have listened to him. Should have. <laughs> oh man, we fished till two o'clock and we only caught a couple more fish, a couple more trout, and a, and a, and a nice flounder. I mean, the fish we caught were nice, but it was horrible. Couldn't couldn't ever get them going. Fish like five different areas, but uh, seems like I'm on a on every other trip pattern right now so had a had a tough one yesterday so uh my next trip is monday so whoever's fishing with me monday maybe we'll do pretty good but uh we're just in that pattern man it's yeah we've got all these different elements to deal with and hey in april hadn't even got here yet starts tomorrow (laughs) yeah i know i know don't don't remind me but you know, that's, that's why I tell, I get a lot of calls for April, March and April, just because it's starting to warm up and, and, uh, people are, they think because it's warming up that the fish are just going to start snapping. It's going to go off. Well, it's really doesn't work that way. Not, uh, not here on the upper coast anyway. I mean, you're going to have good days, but we have a lot of days where we really have to put in our time and, uh, Usually about here lately, I'm only getting in about three trips a week with this weather. But here lately, last two or three weeks, I get honestly like one good day a week. That's it. Like Monday. Yeah. You know, Monday we did pretty good. It wasn't, right. we didn't like hit a home run or anything, but it was, it was good steady fishing. We drifted, uh, at Lance Finson and his buddies and we, uh, we fished down there. We fished them out of Gorda Monday and, uh, the guys wanted to drift and it was kind of strange because I think here on Monday it was calm from what a few people told me well down there it was calm for about the first five minutes and then it started blowing pretty stiff out of the east like 14 15 and it just it stayed bad it wasn't horrible it was just nagging you know what I mean it 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 wasn't to the point where it jacked everything up and it was, it was white capping a bunch, but it was just enough wind to just kind of make it where it wasn't pleasant, if that makes sense. And of course it's blowing, it's actually had a, had this, a, a scotch north in it. And it you know, so it was, it was east, northeast. And so it was kind of blowing right down the pipe. But, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't, we didn't have any one area that, that produced better than the other. We, we ran around a lot pick up uh you know one fish here and a couple fish there type of thing and, and uh and then we went we did pretty good on trout and i think around 10 30 or 11 we went red fishing and couldn't couldn't get anything going with the reds we hooked a couple landed one 27 incher that was the only red we caught which is kind of strange because reds have been pretty easy to come by for me down yeah. there but it's even the reds now are to me kind of getting spread out and the bite's not real consistent they're but, headed uh, to the jetties for the spring run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Sharky's but, waiting on them. And they've been catching go. a lot of shot, slot reds lately, too, is what he told me at yesterday. The, at so, at yeah. the rocks they are, really? Uh-huh. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah. It would have been pretty sporty out there yesterday, I would imagine. Uh, yes. And today, too. But, it's not going to be much better today, except it's going to be due south with no yeah. east in it. Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of tough. I like having a little that little bit of east, especially when you're wading. Yes. It, it does well for us on the shorelines. But uh, but no, we uh, we ended up catching like 25 trout, but only 10 or 11 of them were were Matagorda legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were all solid fish, you know, like 18 and a half, 22 inch trout. The ones that were were in that slot down there, and then course same old story i know charlie talks about it tommy talks about it i'm right there with them uh a lot of 16 and a half 16 and three quarters it's insane the amount of of galveston keepers you catch well when September you're down first they'll be uh Gorda keepers yeah that's what it looks like yep that's what it looks like um once that, that sunset rule or whatever goes into effect or sunset date rather right i guess it uh, doesn't look like they're gonna stay with it they're going to revert back to the to the five 15 15 inches and one per person per day over 20 25 inches but uh i guess they feel like they accomplished what they needed to accomplish the last couple of years with uh, the spawning biomass based on their their uh gill net catch rates and i guess krill surveys i don't know what all their their that that part of that two-year emergency rule I don't know what all data they're looking at on that, but I would imagine mainly their their catch net uh, or their gill net uh, catch surveys. I would imagine, mm-hmm. but uh, I haven't really talked to anybody about it on that end of the deal of the deal. So, I'm not sure. But now uh, we're catching them on all kinds of structure. Really, uh, what few we're catching. Um, Monday we caught everything over hard shell for the most part. Like I said, we're drifting and. Everything was in pretty much three and a half to four and a half foot of water. Uh, we did have some streaks. We had some color streaks with that wind, and that kind of helped us. Uh, we saw a little bit of, of surface activity, a few mullet flipping here and there, but but nothing great. You know, our tides, my last couple of trips, we've had this slow incoming all day long. We, we didn't right. really get to experience any, any legitimate tide change like we like. Uh, which I'm not a big fan of that. I don't like those just slow creeping in or creeping out tides, especially this time of year when you need something to really trigger your fish because they're they're just kind of laying down there fat and happy after eating all those shad. Uh, and they are pretty fish. I mean, yeah, when that tide does that, it's kind of like a wind-driven current to them. You know, it's not that big a deal. Well, and that's and that's the other deal. We've had a lot of east and southeast winds, and the when you get that and, and of course the pressure drop too barometric pressure drop and you're supposed to have an outgoing supposed to flip around outgoing it won't let it it won't let it flip around and, and uh, it may trickle out but but a lot of times it just kind of sits there stagnant and it's just the, the bite's tough enough already for the lure guys i don't know about what the bait guys are doing i haven't really paid attention it's but it's not much us, better from what i'm seeing really. and hearing yeah it's you gotcha. know, struggles real bro yeah <laughs> but but the, but the fish are nice they're they're really healthy and, and we see that every year you know this time of year you, when the bite gets tough these these fish at least the ones we're catching are they're butterball fat like david caught one yesterday it looked like it was just gonna pop 
and they've got that real pretty their their skin's so tight and they got the real pretty purple hue to them you know oh yeah but, um, i mean if you caught one that was in the 27 or 28 inch range right now might have an eight pounder if they're as fat you know proportionally as these three pounders we're catching mm-hmm. but um and some of the we've kept a few fish in the last few weeks and some of the more uh the older females say the 19 to 21 inches they're uh these ones i've cleaned here and down there their row sacks are pretty full man it's been that way for two or three weeks and then the smaller females they're their row sacks are more transparent. They haven't really started filling up good yet. But uh, we get on a warm stretch, uh, and that'll change, especially leading up to this next full moon, I think. But that that all makes for a tough bite, in my opinion. If you look at what these fish are feeding on, and this time of year, they're just they're swimming around with their mouth open, gorging on these little bitty glass minnows and little bitty shad. And they're going to start, their, they'll go into their first spawn here in the next month, month and a half. And all of that to me just, just adds up to, and you throw the wind on top of it. It just, it makes for really tough fishing sometimes. But, uh, you know, there for a while, we were able to, to make them mad with top waters. Like Jake and I the day, we caught everything on top. Yesterday, I couldn't even get a swirl on top water. It was all tails, what few we caught, all on soft plastics. It's amazing how uh, it changes from day to day this time of year. You, it, you, you it's, just never know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so inconsistent. It's so inconsistent. It but, um, you know, the worms are always kind of, you can always put a tail on and, and usually catch something. And, and that that's what happened yesterday. We all threw different baits there for a while. Well, Keith, he threw a tail the whole time, and he caught, he caught you know, two-thirds of our fish. Which that's not saying much when you had just a yeah, few he trout. he really rocked them. <laughs> yeah, he, he set the world on fire. He had, I think he had two trout and a flounder, but uh, but no, smoked uh, them. Yeah, he smoked <laughs> them. They, they, you know, it's just and it's so hard. Days like that are so hard. You just you go home and you just you know it's, you get paid and all that, but it's not about that. It's just not about that. We want to we want to go out and crush them every day. I don't care about the money. It's just man, it really it really hurts. Not well, that's what them. we go for is to catch them. You know, if I wanted to scenic tour i'd leave my rod and reels at home just go boat riding <laughs> yeah know? go get on the bolivar ferry and feed the seagulls sure yeah go feed some seagulls and <laughs> ride down the beach and... hey but, i don't know <laughs> man it'll it'll I'm get better stop right there before i say something else. <laughs> uh we can go home and watch the astro i was looking forward to watching astros last night and man that was kind of a letdown well, it just, uh, well, everybody was going, we want Yuli back, and, you know, oh, I, I was just laughing at all the comments I was getting. <laughs> oh, everybody's going to, they jumped the It's the first game of the year, you know, we lose it. Well, season's over, man. We're done. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's funny. But now, uh. I'm not fishing today. I don't know what the wind's doing now, but I know it's supposed to blow today, but I've got some things I have to do. I'll start back at it Monday, but and we're going to be waiting. But, you know, we're catching some of these fish over sand and some of them over shell. They're really spread out. They're, they're in that true transitional pattern, and, and right. you really have to fan your casts, and, and you got to have the right crew and, and put in your time most most days, you know, other, unless you just want to. 
unless you want to short time it and come in with a handful of fish, you know, but, um, I don't know if it would have mattered. I know James and he had one guy yesterday. I saw him. I talked to him a couple of times, but they were still out there uh, getting after it when I passed them up on the way in. But I don't know if we'd have stayed or not, if it had gotten any better. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, it's I'll a big question. Should I stay or should I go? You know, it's just it's like always the, the question. Yeah, it's always it. the question. Well, all right, Hillman. Well, hey, I'm glad we got to talk this morning and, uh, if somebody wants to call you about getting with you and uh, going making some power wades and foul hooking stingrays and catching a couple of fish huh? <laughs> in a 30-mile-an-hour wind, how they get a hold of you. Buddy. Yeah, man. Yeah, seven-hour power wades for three or four fish. Hook sure. some stingrays. Hey, living the dream, making, huh? <laughs> making memories, making memories. Anyway, exactly. uh, 409-256-7937. Welcome to the GAD business. All right, brother. <laughs> well, Steve, have a good day off, and I'll talk to you down the road, man. All right. You too, man. All right. Thanks. All right, Hillman. See you, buddy. All right. All right. That's Captain Steve Hillman, and uh, that'll wrap the show up today. That's a good way to end it right there. Well, anyway, folks, it's time to let her rip, and uh, we'll be back in the morning bright and early at 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.